0: Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E and Jay. Album for the day for June 18th is Elt by Outcast in our continued celebration of silver anniversaries of albums released in 1996. This is Outcast's sophomore album. This followed Southern Playlist of Cadillac Music, which was their 1994 release when they were 18. So that would make them 20. Man, for this album, impressive for 20-year-olds. I think the Outcasts didn't realize what tastemakers they were going to be um, at that point. They really uh, tried to. Some big stuff happened. Big boy had a had a daughter and Andre ended a two year relationship with Keisha Spivey from Total. So they tried to be a little bit more grown up with this album. Andre, I would say, took the champ with that by dressing weird. I mean adopting a more eccentric fashion <laughs> sense. Becoming a vegetarian.
1: He yeah. has since resumed eating. I might add. Hey, you know, you yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Do what makes you feel good, you know? And stopping smoking marijuana. Well.
0: Just gonna leave that out there. Okay. Yeah. But it, the if interesting that's what works for you.
1: That's what you gotta do. The interesting thing
0: about this period is that Andre three thousand dropped out of high school a few months before graduation and he returned to high school and earned his diploma during the recording of AT Good
1: for you. Good for you, stay in school. Education is the most important thing. Nothing says stay in school like actually stay in school. Exactly. You exactly. can say it all you want. Yeah, the thing that I like about this album, um, lyrically, they moved away from the like, hey, look at me, look at me, I got money, you know, and all that, to lyrically, they wanted to say something. And I feel that they were very successful in this. Even though a lot of this album has to do with space and all that kind of stuff, and you know, space travel, there's still some really good uh, moments of you know of them growing up, and them and also realizing that they were growing up. You know, realizing that there's there's children involved now. There's you know they have a they're starting a career, not just hey, we're out to make some dough and we're out here to hustle and all the things that rap music was kind of about right then, they were kind of in the mood of like, all right, we, got to, we, we have to use this platform that we've been given or that we've created for ourselves. we got to get out there and say something relevant. Um, Which, just to draw a
0: parallel from two days ago, Tupac shifted from being yes. more politically active to more commercial whereas Outkast, I feel like, was like, we can still be commercial and, and be socially and politically conscious and relevant. Yeah. And I'd just like to say that one of my favorite tracks on this album is ATL ends. and if you can't get down with a song that says, now throw your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care, and if you like fishing grits and all that pimp shit, then everybody, let me hear you say, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah." Exactly.
1: Yeah, they're clearly they got the love for ATL. People just didn't take Southern rap seriously for ever. They put a huge, huge, huge stamp on the legitimacy of Southern hip hop.
0: I would say that they were forefront at that time. Oh yeah, um, yeah. and I mean. I think the thing that was most interesting is that with the whole advent of Southern hip-hop is that it described the Southern way of life more than just the hip-hop way of life. And that's evident in that OutKast talks about Cadillacs and family gatherings and things like that. Um, I think it's interesting to point out that they apparently changed their views on women between the two records and (laughs) quote went from yelling bitches and hoes to queen things. And that's, that's important to note that, you know, it's 25 years later and this is still an issue uh, to some degree all the time. We don't have Tipper Gore making a big scene about it anymore. (laughs) Still, advisories on records, and people still say stuff that you know others will find distasteful. Yeah, and we're not here to judge anybody for that, we're just here to talk about how that affects everybody and the industry when it all comes down. So, making subtle moves starts with a single artist and a single album, Mm -hmm. and I feel like that 25 years later, things are different because of moves like that on atl when outcasts didn't really have the amount of pull that they do now. No. Um, but
1: this was, the, this was the beginning of that shift.
0: It is. This is the beginning of, oh, well, you guys may not want to be Charles Barkley role models, <laughs> but I'm going to say that your leadership says otherwise, yeah. and whether it's official or not, your leader's
1: here. Yeah. you got to lead by example. You know, that's the whole thing. And I feel like this album, that's they did that. And they led a, the charge for a whole new gro- group of Southern hip-hop artists to emerge.
0: Well, in conjunction with Blockbuster, LaFace Records conducted a promotion where customers could enter to win a 1970s Cadillac car, emphasizing Outkast and Cadillac's connection. And... The booklet included a 24 page comic strip fold out starring the members who must defend positive music <laughs> against the villain Nosaly.
1: Hmm. Awesome. Well I can't wait to give this one a spin. Uh, album for the day for June 18th AT aliens by Outcast. Check it out Silver anniversary This episode is brought to you by Snapple.